I've been thinking a lot lately about that limousine that Greg and Kyle and Justin and Paul. Paul. Were there five guys? Five guys in a limo? I think, well, Nick Meyer was part of that. I mm-hmm. think that's five guys right there. Yeah. Because I think they, what, all paid 300 bucks they and they bought, bought it. Yep. Bought, bought in. Limo. Yeah, it was like only 1200 bucks and the rest was just for like <laughs> title and all the expenses. Yeah. They uh, stripped it out a little bit, put some shag carpet in the, yep. in the interior. Mm-hmm. That made a few banquet trips, I believe. Josh Weeby drove as the... Uh, Did he really? Yeah, the driver one time. Oh, he would make a good chauffeur. Yeah. He had the little hat. Did he? Aviator glasses. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I can only imagine. Did it Were up? you in it when he was driving? No, I wasn't. Well, I how think do you I'll, know he was driving? I seen the pictures. Mm. seen the photos mm. but you know photos can be edited and doctored well yeah but back then <laughs> we didn't have photoshop so <laughs> yeah um but no i was only in it a few times i don't know if i ever even rode in it really like in the back yeah um they didn't use it all that much for as much as they hyped it <laughs> yeah like i love talking about it but they they rarely brought it out i think they realized how much work it was right and I, I think it had some other things, maybe engine stuff. I think it was a little iffy. Oh, the windshield wipers I don't think worked all the way or something weird. Oh, is that right? That's yeah. probably that's probably true. They couldn't use it in certain scenarios. Yeah, so I think it, if it was raining, they never could. <laughs> that's awesome. Get a Rain-X that bad boy. You don't need windshield wipers then. Oh, yeah. It just flies right off. Yeah. But yeah. We, did you ever ride in it I, or drive it? I I never drove it, but yeah. I was in it one time, and I rode in it one time. Going from to Buffalo Wild Wings or something? No, <laughs> no. Uh, going from Lee Martin's house in Apple Creek over okay. to Emily Yoder's house in oh. Doylestown. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. we, were, we were having a concert at her house that oh. night at the, in a barn. So the band arrived in limo. That's cool. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> Kyle and the guys. Picked well, I think up. it was more Greg. Oh, yeah. He was mostly the benevolent one of... All of them. <laughs> yeah. And I think he offered that, that they drive us. I only saw Greg mad one time and it was the talk of Central that day because no one ever really saw Greg really pissed off. But really? Yeah. I don't think he, I've heard this story. Yeah. I think it was senior year. I don't know what made him so mad, but I remember seeing him like slamming his locker, the top <gasps> one and the bottom one. Gregory. He double banned him. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my. <laughs> Yeah, I think Emic was there or something. I don't know. Something pissed him off. It was towards, it was right before class and the bell rang, I think. Oh. And I was heading to Rotono's classroom like that where area gym one. And yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he was upset. I don't even remember Man. what it was about. I wonder if he but People were talking that. about it that day. People were like, did you know Greg got really pissed? Oh. Yeah, he was slamming lockers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it was a big him. story back then. Right now, it kind of seems. <laughs> right. Not so funny, but I don't know. Good old Greg. Good, <laughs> Good old, old Greg. G-R-E-G. Yeah, I, you know, his mom, Nancy, is still there to this day in the uh, lunchroom. Is she really? Yeah. Running the, doing stuff in the lunch, making those kids lunches. I wonder what's on the menu these days. I haven't looked it up. <laughs> I do every once in a while because my kids go there. Has it changed much? They don't do Pizza Friday every Friday anymore. Okay. It's only every once in a while. Well, that's too bad. Which is interesting no i mean it's like the it's like the main stuff that we kind of had yeah Yeah. nothing's really changed you still got your milks (laughs) yeah and all that stuff they haven't come up with a different lunchtime beverage or anything like that milk is still supreme no the day that movers got kicked out though that was a sad day oh always love those movers Yeah, movers were good yeah smith stopped making them for some reason yeah you used to be able to go into the cafeteria before school, right? And buy some breakfast. Yes, yes Get you like could. Get like Pop-Tarts yeah. and your movers then. Yeah. But I, ne- I never did it. It was always, I was never to school early enough to do that. Yeah, I, I would do that junior year. It must have been for basketball practice or something because we would be oh. in before school, shower. Oh. You would have to have and practice before I, school? Yeah, something Whoa. we were practicing before school. It might even have been some, we even had some corral stuff before school. Dang, I don't think I ever did. I never knew others 
But Dude. yeah, I would grab a pop tart. I would grab then like a mover or something. And then I'd head to Keener's history class <laughs> and I'd grab a newspaper to learn about what was going on in Iraq that day. Cause it was a oh. operation Iraqi freedom was happening at that time. Oh yeah. Dude. So all the headlines were like war headlines. That was a crazy time. Yeah. And it's crazy because, um, it was a very patriotic time mm-hmm. in America because you had nine 11, our sophomore year. Right. And then and March then, or junior year. Yeah. Is when, is when, when that happened. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that really push of the war against terrorism and to finding wep- weapons of mass destructions and all that like huge movement. You can looking back on this now, 20 years later, it's like, wow. Like you can see how things are now where they are because of, I don't know, mm-hmm. but it, it's just interesting to look back on that because, um, on nine 11, I remember it being in Bob Raber's math class. Oh yeah. That morning. And, um, after class, I think it was second period. And this would be across from Tiener's classroom at the time. Cause Bob had different rooms. Um, one time I was out, uh, in a weird outside yeah, in yeah. a weird like hut. Yeah. You <laughs> had like a external <laughs> yeah. little separated from the school yeah, a little trailer. There was a trailer and, oh, I hated going out there. No one, no one liked going out there. No, no. It had an external heater. It kind of smelled weird. Yeah. Yeah. Smelled like plywood because <laughs> it was pretty much built out of plywood. Yeah. But this, so this uh, classroom that on September 11th, um, it was the room across from Keener's, which is now the middle school hallway, I guess. Um, okay. But <clears throat> Bob was in that room. And uh, after class, Logan Homer, of all people, is the one that came in first. <laughs> he came in first and he no was telling us, he said the Iraqis are bombing us is his words and we're all like what okay whatever this is weird so we go out in the hallway then and everyone's talking about it you know yeah people were going to the pac to watch mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. um third period then i had frau seymour so i just went to class like normal yeah. um and frau seymour i've told a story earlier that she didn't let me go run the hallways mm-hmm. i was mm-hmm. late to that yeah. Well, she didn't let me go watch in the PAC. Everybody uh-huh. was watching the live footage of what was unfolding because at that time, I think only one World Trade Center had been hit mm-hmm. by the plane. And then I think the other one, I don't know if it had been hit yet or not, but I don't know the timing of everything. Yeah. Um, but she wouldn't let us go watch. And so I, the whole day then, I never saw anything until I got home from school and right. turned on the news right? and saw it. That was my experience of all that yep. <laughs> Bob Raber's math class and Logan Homer. Bob also had that lat that test at the end of the year. I guess it was a project more more or less. The end of the year project that accounted for most of our grade. It was a big chunk of it. And he never gave a hundred percent. His thing was always I always thought this was bullshit that he never gave an A plus for this test or this exam, this project. And I think it was like a third of our grade or something big. It was a big, big amount. And we were allowed to pick our partners. It was a partner project. Um, And Bob's reasoning for never giving a hundred percent, by the way, he said that there was always going to be something better that he, he had net, he had not seen the best project yet. And that in his final year before he retired, he'd give out that a hundred percent. I don't know if he had never did that or not, wow. but wow. that's what he always said. That's quite a, yeah, that's quite a flawed mindset. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of, he probably heard that one saying where it's like, you know, the best song has never been written. The best game has never been played. And it's always right, just saying right. inspirational quote of saying, but it just, it doesn't make any common sense no, it to, doesn't, to grade, not to grade based that upon way. the unknown. Exactly. Especially when, uh, the whole point of grading is to make it known, to make it known how good it is. But yet you, you're saying right. we don't know how good it could be because we don't know the unknown. Right. It just doesn't quite add up for me. Especially when grades and a GPA matter towards something like a college tuition. This is what I always had a thing with Central's grade, grade grading scale, by the way, too, which it was like 94, something absurd 93 i think 
was an A yeah. to a hundred percent. Yeah. And I, my a thing, B plus was a 92. Yeah. Which is tough, man. A 92 on a, on a hundred point quiz or test. That's a, that's a lot of right answers. Right. Um, but my thing was always, if you're going to college, you're looking for a GPA. I know their central stance was to make you work harder, study harder. We have a higher excellence, but when you're looking at GPA related and you're actually receiving discounts from colleges based upon your GPA, yeah, that's a tough thing. You're talking dollars and cents then. And I was always like, woof, that's yep. tough. And for me, yeah. so I never studied and did homework that much. I like my own free time. So I didn't put in as much effort as I could. So I was an A and B type of guy. Sure. It was tough for me. So sure. I, I'm sure I could have put in as much effort. But anyways, so Bob never given out this well, 100%. I think it's pretty clear that you've got to pick one thing. Like if you want good grades, then it's tough to do all this stuff that we're talking about now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you throw and, in sports in there. And you. And here's my question to you. The people that got good grades in our class, are they, are they telling their stories of all the tests they aced? <laughs> I don't know. They studied all night. No, I haven't. I haven't heard them. You know, and on your deathbed, are you going to talk about how? Are you going to talk about those great accolades you made and how great you did in no, hey, school? No, hey, you're going to need to make some achievements. Sure, yeah, I get it's, that. it's the I balance of it, though. Mm-hmm. It really is. You got to have balance. You can't just party all the time either. No, you got to know something. You got to no. progress in life. No, Doc Gooden is a very good example <laughs> of that. Daryl Strawberry, another good example. <laughs> Daryl. Yep. Play both yeah. of those sports there, feller. No, but get the balance of Bo Jackson, <laughs> baseball and football. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. That's the one, Bo. Get him in there. Um, but Bob, never given out this 100%, we were allowed to pick our partners in this math project. Kyle Which I think this was the, what math was this? Was this freshman? Because I don't remember doing this. This might have been, this might have been early on, sophomore year maybe. Okay. I'm not sure. It might not have been a required class, but I was with, um, see, I was with Kyle Emick and um, Bryce Slayball. Okay. Which, so I was in normally uh, advanced math classes normally, like the required ones. So this like, might have been an elective. Because math is usually right or wrong. How do you not get a, so it's <laughs> not really a test. It was a project, yeah. Yeah, so there wasn't like a like questions to fill out exactly. or anything. We, it it might have been statistics or something weird like that. It might have been an elective math class is probably what it was. Because I was with Kyle Emick and Bryce Slayball for this project, and which is probably why you didn't take this class. That's probably how might yeah, have been how this was. I don't, um, I'm not sure. But um, we could just choose any project and it had to be math related. We had to do like an experiment almost on it. Um, but then we could basically choose what we wanted, but it had to be math related. Mm-hmm. So what, <laughs> um, Bryce, Kyle and I chose was something to do related with the distance traveled and the speed traveled of ramping a bike oh. into Shreve Lake. And so okay. we built this ramp and took it out to Shreve Lake and Bryce's mom actually took us out there. So I think it was before we could drive. So this was probably This might have been freshman year. It could have been then. freshman year then. I think it, it was. Been. Um we'll check the tape. There's some footage of it. Yeah. And yeah. it might be a date stamp. Yes. Yep, exactly. So yeah, we recorded this. This is how we were gonna re- um measure everything afterwards. We we didn't do any technical measuring of it was impossible. In our mind, it was very difficult to measure how far we were going to water. Basically, we just wanted to do a jackass-style stunt because we were watching jackass back in the day with Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Um, And basically ramp bikes into Shreve Lake and make it this math project. Right. Um, And so we started ramping these by bike. Bryce uh, had lots of different cars later on in the years and it just grew up having tons of cars. Um, he also had a lot of bicycles too. He had one that looked like a dirt bike, yeah. one that looked like a Harley uh, motorcycle yeah, and just normal bikes as well as a buddy bike, like a tandem yep. double bicycle bike. Bicycle built for two. Exactly. And this thing was 70 is like yellow Mm. Like an old school bike that probably his parents had when they first got married oh, yeah. or something like oh, that. Oh, you know. Yeah. yeah, you know they've been on so many <laughs> yeah. dates on that thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and we just ride it around his Did house growing sweet? up. And <laughs> it's just funny doing fun stuff with mm-hmm. it. Um, and so we recorded us ramping 
into the lake. And our idea was that we would measure afterward based on the tape and how fast we were going. And I don't remember all the equations because I'm sure we half-assed that part. Sure. Um, but uh, we started ramping into the Shreve Lake, which is no longer there, by the way. Yeah. They filled it in, but I heard or read an article that they're actually bringing a part of it back or filling in something. Yeah. But there's no fish in it right now. But I don't know. Yeah. At the time, it was a full blown out lake and you you could only have very small boats on it. Right. No, like, I don't even, no motors probably. I think they did. Yeah. They had a motor restriction at that point. They didn't always have that because I used to fish that that pond really she yeah. lake growing up yeah it was very Caught a small nice lake. little catfish there as a yeah it's like a third grader yeah but yeah by the time you guys would have been there it would have been just paddle only like paddle boat like, okay yeah. no no motor but yeah there's there's chatter that they're going to do something with that lake now and hmm. fill it back in but Interesting. I, it's i don't believe it yeah i'll we'll see have it, to see see it first yeah and um well we uh so we're going off this, we set up this ramp on the boat ramp. They had a concrete, or I think it's concrete, yeah, boat ramp okay. that extends out. So at the time, you were, would be able to pull up your, or at one time, you could put your, or you could still put your boat in, just mm-hmm. no motor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were ramping off this boat ramp dock type thing. Okay. And then there's a wooden dock where you can, that extends over the water, where people were fishing off of. Okay. And we were out there maybe 30 minutes or so. Bryce's mom is in there. Dodge Caravan, the dark maroon or black Dodge Caravan watching us from the distance. And we're all having a good time <laughs> ramping these things. And uh, this <laughs> this car was driving by and pulled up and started watching us. And here it was this uh, Latino family that didn't speak very good English. And <laughs> the guy's like, hey, hey, do the double bike, man. <laughs> And we had him on film too for a yeah, while. That that yeah. portion of the film got destroyed though, unfortunately. So uh, he's on there though. And another very important part of this story got destroyed too, unfortunately. The, after our oh, math project okay. was finished. But when I was transferring tapes back in high school, yeah. the camcorder got jammed and it ripped the tape. And mm-hmm. that part of the tape got ruined. But... So we're out there. We did the double bike for the that family. His kids were in the back watching all. They they were having a good time too, and <laughs> we it was it was awesome. Yeah, uh, and lo and behold, because you guys were getting pretty good running starts. Oh yeah, we right? we were coming like, from way almost towards the road and yeah, down through on that boat ramp <clears throat> thing. Isn't there like a dock that kind of extends out that you yes. had the ramp on? Yes. So you so you guys were water. getting way out into the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you it was deep. We had to swim. Just, Mm-hmm. Yeah, you weren't just like putting the ramp on the edge of that boat ramp or anything. Yeah, exactly. We were scared we were going to lose the bikes because it was yeah. deep. Did mm-hmm. they float? Um, kind of. Yeah, they were, they didn't sink like right away, but they just kind of grabbed onto yeah. it. And they also had, or we also devised some sort of rope system somehow, and because they were hard okay. to so you got bring, back, like yeah. carry swim with them back on. Oh yeah, so we had to throw out a, a rope and tie it on and pull them back in, kind of. Um, yeah. But uh, lo and behold, the cops, the 5-0 roll in. Dave, Dave, Dave. Dave, Dave, Dave. Here's the cops, and it's a state highway patrol, believe it or not. State highway? Yeah. Oh, Shreve yeah. Lake is is uh, a ways off of state highway. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a he township comes, road. <laughs> yeah. He didn't have his lights or siren on or anything. He just pulls in and he walks up to us and we're like, oh no. Thankfully, Bryce's mom is there. We're not too scared or anything because we're just going to explain right. we're doing a math project. She's which, like, which is what we did. Yeah. She's like the queen of Shreve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So we started explaining it to him and Bryce's mom is there explaining too. And she's more like kind of nervous. You can kind of Oh yeah. See. Sure. Yeah. Hoping she doesn't get in trouble. And he's pretty cool about it, actually. And he's like, well, yeah, some of the fishermen called. And oh, and we're like, they didn't even tell us to stop. We were pre- the dock, the wooden dock is pretty far away from the yeah. boat ramp. Yeah. Um, far enough that I don't think it'd be disturbing fish that far. Right, right. Um, but anyways, they, they called the cops on us. They didn't tell us to stop or come over or anything. They just... Kept. It's just easier to report, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. And so, he was there a little bit, 
and he said actually someone he had to go or something and so another a sheriff then came oh that's more appropriate yeah that's more yeah it, that's I think he was just running quick cover or something. Maybe sure, I don't, he didn't sure. really explain it, but he went then when the sheriff came. Um, and so the sheriff was more just like an older guy. The state highway <laughs> patrol was like a younger guy. Well, the you sheriff, know, we all know how stadies are. Yeah. Like, they're very strict you do, yeah, compared like, to the, yeah. they're more, way more by the book compared yeah. to other law enforcement. It's a different badge. <laughs> yes, it's a different it badge. Is. It's like the Marines of the, the law, local law enforcement. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so the sheriff comes, which is, you know, <laughs> a sheriff is like your <laughs> right, right. good old country right, boy. Right. Like, and he's like, how, you know, there's a good like, chance you, you go to church with this guy. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. He's like, you guys, he's like, all right, I get it. And he's like, but I, unfortunately that's my supervisor's got to come for this for some reason. And I don't know why they were just, he's like, you guys are fine. You're not going to get in trouble, but he just has to come for some, I don't know if they had some rule or since it was, I don't have no idea. Right. Right. So we, he waited probably five, 10 minutes with them and he was just standing there with us. We were just kind of carrying on conversation. Right. And then he gets a call in and he's like, well, he got too busy. He's got to go take something more important. <laughs> so, so you guys can go. And so we, now, doesn't that just, just sound like Mayberry? <laughs> yeah. Barney Fife that's a Shreve, that's a Shreve County Sheriff right there. Right, right. Checking on us. So we got to go. And I think we ended up getting like a B on that project or something. <laughs> we didn't get the 99. Did you keep the foot, the, like the camcorder running on the, on the cops? We, we did have them pulling in. Yeah, we had a little oh. bit of footage. Yeah, um, not be. when they were talking though. We were too scared. Um, but we did have them pulling up and we right. had some good footage of that but then all that got destroyed unfortunately with that, that yeah that was the other part portion that got destroyed with the um with the family that were interviewed <laughs> yeah um but i think we included that with the with our project because we sure then showed it in front of class the video right we got to do that um which is fun and what did bob have to say about this just a b <laughs> just a b well i, I mean 92 91 you know bob yeah. i mean his laugh he had a infectious eye was, ha, 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 ha. yeah yeah um, that but, little raspy voice of his yeah throaty throaty laugh yeah. at his <laughs> yeah yeah so no that I the footage alone is just hilarious and to know that it was done for a math project at school <laughs> makes it even better because anytime you could be doing something with the blessing of a school project it just felt it just felt better you know like mm -hmm. you just knew you could go some places that. Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you this. You wouldn't have to answer some questions that normally you have to. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, oh, oh, school project. Sure, exactly. sure. Uh, what do you boys need? Do you uh, need some fireworks and some... <laughs> you know what I mean? But like if you just flat out ask for fireworks, like, yeah. well, what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. That's a great... But if you're like, hey, I got a school that's project, a to get I need some anything. firecrackers. School know. project. Oh, okay. You know, Kyle Amick and I use that in, in another scenario to get another school project a math project uh we jumped off the roof of our my house <laughs> now wait now wait you've been you've been accusing teachers of using many terms <laughs> to do to, to to their own benefit and you're telling me yeah. that you've been using school projects to your own benefit yeah i admit uh, i have yeah. but it's because the teachers taught me to do this sure so, sure yeah I'm we're just, only doing what we've exactly. been modeled to do. Right. <laughs> yeah. so kyle and mike and i uh, dressed up in monkey costumes monkey suits there's footage of this too yes this uh, is hilarious video of this and the idea was that he jumped off my second story roof. We had this walkout onto a flat portion of the, our garage in high school. Um, and that portion of the roof, you could jump off of it. There wasn't any railings. It was like a, it was like a makeshift patio, but yeah. it was really awkward because yeah. you without a railing i don't know i'm sure there's an old-timey <laughs> word for it but yeah since but they had yeah. to actually have a door really out to it from way. our second story from the second story right. computer room is what it was at that time but you could easily fall and injure yourself <laughs> yeah yeah there's yeah. no way it would be approved yeah. today when we got up there kyle and we, he was a little scared i think no. of how how tall it was he yeah he hesitated a little bit but he he ended okay. up jumping right off and so well, i saw the footage it yeah. is a it is a impressive fall yeah it's yeah. it's over 10 feet probably you know 12 feet probably 
yeah. 10, 12 feet. It's like, you could break a leg. You if better you like roll. When you yeah, get, he, yeah. That's how he ended, ended up doing it. But <laughs> the idea was that we would time it again, our timing. We'd do the jackass type footage first of jumping off the roof because we were in monkey suits. I got it from this kid at church, Tim Ritchie. Tim Ritchie. Yeah. Is he a comedian? That sounds hilarious. No, but he was really funny. He should no have been. way. Yeah, yeah. He's a funny guy. It's a he great stage name. He, he hung out with Nathan Dick. Do you remember oh, Nathan yeah. Dick and yeah. Natalie Dick who went yeah. to Central? You know the family one? Yeah. Yep. They went to Worcester Grace Church. Um, Nathan Dick ended up getting married, and he his wife didn't want to carry on their last name of Dick. Understandably so. Oh. That's it. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Dick. Yeah. Doesn't just flow off the tongue like it used to in the 50s. Anyway. He didn't change his name, did he? He did. They both changed their names. He didn't take on her name. Right. They ended up... Com- I don't know if they combined their names or not, but anyways... In- they their last name is now Dixon. Dixon. Instead of going completely away from the word Dick, now it's still in their name. Now it's Dixon. Dixon. Yeah. They didn't get that far away from it. Nathan Dixon. So now it's Nathan Dixon. But that today, sounds really close to Mason Dixon. Line. <laughs> I don't know, but that's that's his name now. And you got Nathan Dixon and Natalie Dick. I think. It, well, she she may be married now. I'm. She maybe yeah. took on her husband's. Wow. Uh, name i don't know um but anyways so tim ritchie would get got these gorilla suits from him and kyle emick and i <laughs> the project was well, that it's we, hilarious he had more than one yeah he had two because that's that's awesome. usually one thing that you only have one of yeah gorilla suits life insurance policies uh, <laughs> you know like you only you only have one of them they're full out suits too they had the gloves and footies so you could and gorilla mask and yeah they were a little bit different shades too. They weren't, they were like ham, homemade maybe. I don't right. know where he got them from. Right. But he also had, um, he also had the um, big Papa Pump muscles that I got oh, from, from our wrestling. That's yes. where I got him from. So he is kind of like a comedian. He might be a prop comedian. Yeah, now. this dude. Timothy Ritchie. He's just Tim a Ritchie. walking skit. Yeah, he's a cool guy. I haven't talked to Those him Those muscles years, were so cool because yeah. they looked legit from like 20 feet away. Oh, yeah. You looked ripped. I yeah. mean, they are hum- cartoonish huge. Right. But they're, they're sleeves, arm sleeves that you put on almost like, um, but they're flesh colored. Right. So, right. Uh, if you're a white male, you could get away with it. Right. But if you're a... Well, you I could... I'm sure you could buy whatever shade Color, you needed. Yeah. yeah. But the ones that Tim had because he was a white male. Right. He but, bought what, yeah. what was relevant to <laughs> yeah. him. And, um, yeah, and they were kind of like pillowy once you touched them. Like they were soft though. And like you looked yeah. great in a in a tank top. It worked so oh, well yeah. because it disappeared into the tank top. Yeah. And so, yeah, you didn't really want to be shirtless with it because you could see where, where the, the muscles stopped yeah. <laughs> up by the shoulder. Right. So, you needed something up there. But Oh, those are, I got to get a, I got to get a pair of those. They might have those yeah. on eBay or something. Yeah. Or make those. Um. But so our project was to jump off this roof in these gorilla suits and we were going to time how long it took to get to the bottom while reviewing the footage. And then we were going to compare the difference with an umbrella jumping off the roof of an umbrella (laughs) to see if it slowed it down. And we were going to use the difference in time to figure out the mathematical equation of whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And we ended, so we did that and then it was raining and we ended up just going downtown in front of i lived close to cornerstone elementary in worcester right at the time and which is the For old as long worcester as high school cornerstone elementary right might be demolished it might be we don't know we don't know but um we were standing out that's a busy intersection there in worcester yeah. downtown towards downtown um and we were just waving at people and doing funny stuff and this yeah. one girl we have rolled down the window and was making monkey noises at us like yeah people were honking yeah it was fun yeah the footage (laughs) alone is is just hilarious you know and i many times i don't even know if there's audio with it or not i I i've just watched it without any sound yeah and the you know it's an older camcorder compared to today's standards and resolution and all of that Mm -hmm. so some of the detail isn't necessarily always the best and it was a rainy dark day overcast day <laughs> yeah but the joy on people's faces is clear as day in that footage and when people are driving by laughing at you guys and seeing 
Yeah. Uh, was it Emic that was in the suit or were you both in we suits? We both were and in you were, suits. But yeah. you were filming. Okay. Yeah. So I was filming c- part of it and then we'd switch. So the person that was filming would have an umbrella on filming to not get the camcorder wet because it was just raining. But wearing a gorilla suit. But wearing a gorilla suit. So there's two gorilla guys there, but one's filming with a gorilla suit on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then we would switch. So, so most of it was Emic, do yeah, doing crazy stuff. And I was filming at the beginning of the footage and then we switched and I was just in the, a little bit of the portion at the end. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's fantastic because you, you can't quite get that perspective from the footage that there's a second gorilla Girl filming it yeah. right there with them <laughs> and, but you can get that you can see how how like happy these people are like just looking yeah. at you guys and i'm sure being out in the rain and all that and just made it so surreal and i'm sure some folks it's good no one had an accident because people were just staring and I that's know. a busy intersection there with the, right. that's a stoplight but you probably made some people get back on their meds when they were like, am I really seeing two gorillas in the rain and one is filming the other? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's fantastic. Do you remember we, I wouldn't call him this, but some people would call Bob Boob Raber as his nickname. Yes. Boob. And yes. maybe, was this his real nickname? I don't know if it was. Maybe this was his, <laughs> but Maybe that would have been the rumor, like I Kyle Emick so. spreading the rumor that his nickname was Boob and everyone trying to call him Boob. Because did well, more people call him that to his face even? And he just kind of laughed? I, I don't, I don't, I was never around <laughs> when it was called to his face, although I think it happened. Yeah. Um, but wasn't there a Bob Troyer in the middle school? Yes. And so I think like he, when you would say Bob, you would typically say Bob Raber because everyone was had typically gone through junior high with Bob Troyer and so they already had a had Bob, Bob in their right. central central Rolodex. So you throw Bob number two, throw another O in there, and you get boob. Yeah. And so but I I really only heard them like referring to it as boob raber. Like it was never just boob <laughs> yeah, standalone boob. boob. It was always like yeah. It was a boob raber. Boob raber. Old Bob with his transition lenses. Yep. I always felt like they were a little bit dark for inside, though. It it, it always seemed that he had just been outside sunbathing or something, and he had mm-hmm. come in, and they, he always had those dark shades on. Yeah. And they hadn't quite transitioned yet. Yep. Yep, he had that scraggly voice. <laughs> he got to clear his throat every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. He was a basketball, girls basketball coach oh, for a time there. No I think way. he might have played ball in his in his early days. Yeah, yeah. He was a lengthy dude. Okay. Yeah, he was. He was tall and lengthy. He had his quirks. He liked to collect different things. I remember he brought in his miniature toy collection and talked about it in the math class. Oh, no way. Yeah, and I even took his mini term with you. Yes. Where we found out... Antiques and collectibles? Yeah, we got both barrels there on how much Boob Raber liked to, to collect stuff. Antiques, auctions, and collectibles. Yes. So we went to a few flea markets and man, he did, he did like to collect some stuff, as you mentioned, because he kind of just would let us go off on our own. Yeah. And he would just go look at his stuff. Right. And what we're finding as we're talking about these stories is that these central teachers are many times using the mini term to do what they want to do. And I love it. I think that's what they should do. If you're being forced to put on something as a special study, might as well study what you want to study. These bratty kids. Along with us. Right. But we had a crazy group there. Mm-hmm. He had the 16 passenger van. Was that his van or the school's van? I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know either. But we had we hooked up a N64 and that bad boy put yeah. brought a TV. And we had a TV in there. And so we took out Gerber's some... TV and, or 64, I think he brought it in. Yeah. He was on that group. Yeah. And uh, what were you saying? There were times that he... Bob would be driving us and we'd be sitting in the back, like in a big circle talking. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was awesome. He almost wrecked that van though. Pulling oh. out in front of that semi truck that oh. one time. That was oh. all like, uh, Bob, 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 Bob. I hit the gas. Oh, he pulled it. <laughs> so his lenses were too dark. Oh, I didn't see him coming. God bless him. Oh my goodness. He, so he's pulling out of this antique shop making a left-hand turn on a two-lane road and the semis coming the direction same direction we were heading 
and there was enough time for him to stop, but Bob didn't, he, he had to get on it, but he didn't yes. get on it. He just was saving gas. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. yeah. Taking and it his, easy on that. All his truckers slammed on his brakes and let on that horn. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We He's had not too happy. We had barely fired up Goldeneye at this point. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, this truck starts screaming. Just hear the tires screeching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I remember uh, mooning a whole group of oh, yes. kids. Not, I yeah. shouldn't say kids. They were high schoolers. I mean, they were, I guess, kids, but same age as us. They were like yeah, great peers. schoolers. Peers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were heading into a one of these antique places, and there's a bus full of high schoolers in the parking lot, like further away from us, though, you know, a good 100 feet or so, 150 feet. And they're all just staring at us, you know, probably, you know, eyeing us up, you know, as high schoolers do. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to moon these kids because they're all just staring at us. And they're on the bus. Like, what are they going to do? They're not going to be able to get off the bus. No. They're not allowed to, no. obviously, because they're all stuck on it. Right. And we could just run anyways. Bob was, I don't know, he probably was already way ahead. Oh, I'm sure. All the good finds going. Right. Right. <laughs> Checking in all his favorite booths. And, uh... So, yeah, I mean, mooning is just a funny, you know, I did it ironically. I don't, you don't moon people. Like, it's just, well, yeah. it's an old pastime, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think it's a great way to just say, like, hey, there's something crazy for you <laughs> <Yeah>. to look at. <laughs> and so I just dropped them and mooned them. And oh, that was so funny. We had a good laugh on that. But it might have been at that same place that we found a, a large at the antique place in their dumpster out back they had a big painting um i don't know probably three feet wide four feet wide pretty oh. large painting um and it was in the dumpster because it was a little bit damaged on the corner yeah. it was like in the flat it was the flat board painting so flat board gypsum okay um so it was pretty sturdy it wasn't like a flimsy sure sure uh, canvas painting mm-hmm. per se but uh it was in the dumpster out there and we pulled it out and gave it to Bob and told him that we bought it for him. <laughs> and he didn't believe it, obviously, because it was like damaged. He's like, you guys didn't buy this. No way. And we're like, yeah, Bob, we bought it for you. And he, ke- I mean, he, he kept it then. We drove it back yeah. to school with it. I'm sure yeah. he didn't actually keep it. I'm sure it was in the school's dumpster. I don't know if it ever made it home with him, but That's yeah, we great. convinced him. Took a little bit of... That's fantastic. Talking, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those places all had a weird smell. Oh, like yeah. A, but very similar smell across all those places. It's like, like a mix of old people and dust. Yeah. What causes that? What happens? And what makes a person go from smelling fresh at one point until just like yeah. being like musky? I don't know. They're like just getting ripe. Like, yeah, like vegetables, just oh, a yeah. little bit too, just deteriorating, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the smell. Oof. I should make a conf- confession here now that we're talking about this. Oh, uh, mini term. I actually stole something no on that way. mini term. No way. Yeah, and I have it to this day. I should donate it or something. But I, it's a pocket knife. Oh my! We were at this flea market, and I was with Kyle Emick, and I'm like, <sighs> "Hey, watch this." Just trying to be cool or something. I don't know. I've never really stole, stole something anyways. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe the guy was being a dick to us Oh, or something like that. Okay. Maybe think like really making sure we weren't going to steal or something. I don't remember quite what it was, but I think the guy was rude to us or something. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to show this guy. And so I stole this little pocket knife. Yeah. I still have it. Wow. Yeah. Were you like afraid at all or like how'd that go down? I remember... Uh, I wasn't really too nervous because the guy couldn't see us Yeah. Um, where he was standing and the booth was, he kind of had these shelves and so we were just hidden and it was just sitting on there with a bunch of other little ones. I mean, it was okay. a $4 knife, nothing crazy. Sure. But, uh, it was a used older yeah. knife um, and just snatched it and just put it in my pocket and we walked out nope. and it, you know, it's an open area in those flea markets. So we, it's so hard to kind of see. You just went to the next booth and yeah, off we went. No wonder Emic liked you so much. You <laughs> stole in front of him. Yeah. You're trying to impress him. You didn't tell me that about, yeah, about maybe, your relationship. Maybe that's the uh, 
Maybe that's how other things got stolen down the road. Yeah. Not only did he see you break the law, but he knew that you were now armed and he wasn't going to mess <laughs> yeah. with you. So yeah, he yeah, had to cut him. Nice. I'd cut him. Yeah. There's, I bought a PlayStation 2 used disc from one of the people there too. Did it work? It didn't work. And I was looking at the disc and it had a little mark on it. It was Red Faction, the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I had a little like mark on it and the guy got, another guy got offended at me there. Oh, really? Yeah. He was, he's like, no, the discs are good. The discs are good. Yeah. He had a heavy accent. And I'm like, okay, but there's this mark. He's like, no, they're all good. They're all good. And so it let me play the game probably 30% through and And then then it wouldn't load anymore. And it red factioned you. (laughs) Yeah. Red factioned me. Are those, are those things typically legit? At flea markets? I think they're normally okay, but I think it was probably just karma coming back at me really quick because I'd stolen oh, you, yeah, that yeah, knife yeah. and it just got me right back. Yeah. Now that I think of it, mm-hmm. it was just happening at a rapid rate because it was the same place, I think. Oh, it was? I think Wait, so. You bought something at the same place Stealing you and buying, yeah. You know, that's the way to do it. Now, if that isn't... You go to Walmart... Because that's the place you steal if you're going to steal anywhere, folks. Steal from Walmart. Oh. Do they have a policy of not like chasing you or something? I think so. Oh. Yeah, under $20 is what it used to be. Oh, I that's, that's think like Colin a good lunch. told me that probably. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he would know. We should probably text him and just make sure. Yeah, but what you do is you just go, and now they have all the self-checkout, at least in the Worcester one. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But you just load it, you know, put all your Mountain Dew on the bottom of your cart mm-hmm. and just pay for all your stuff on the cart and just walk right out with those oh, Mountain Dews. Oh, sorry, okay. sir. I totally no. forgot those. That's you your... would do that? No, I would never oh, do that. But that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Yeah. If you would want to do it. If you could do it. Yes. No, oh, that mini term was, that mini term was great, though. Uh, oh yeah, Bob Bob Raber's mini term. Mm-hmm. There's a, some other characters in there. Tom Markley. Oh was another yes, one. yes. I remember uh, a year him, ahead of us. Yes, he accidentally. That's actually when I first got to know Tom was through that mini term. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He's a funny guy. Love Tom. Big home run hitter. Dean, hitting deaners in softball. Softball, as we know. Yeah. yeah. And um, old Tom was running down the hallway. We were walking back into cl- into Bob Raber's classroom from one of these trips out to uh, the antique shop. Yeah. And he was just doing something silly, running to the hallway, swinging his arms like in a windmill. Both, mm-hmm. both of them, like mm-hmm. in different directions, like gyrating as he's running. Yeah. Making a silly sound. And Joey Hartman, who oh, was in our class, yes, yes. also on that this mini term, um, he's a guy that likes knives too. Yeah, he was probably looking at yours. Should have gave. I should give that knife to him. Yeah, since he was that's some buying like, experience. That's Joey, not a knife. That's not a knife. This is a knife. This is a knife. Yeah, Joey would bring a knife to knife to school sometimes. Mm-hmm. It was a big hunting knife that he would carry on mm-hmm. with him. Um, but yeah, so Joey turned around, was ahead of the group here as Tom is running through the hallway, swinging mm-hmm. his arms and making this noise like or something like that yeah yeah joey turns around to see what all this commotion in is and stops walking tom not realizing oh no seeing this as he's swinging his arms not expecting joey's abrupt stop to turn around lights him up lights him up punches him right in the face on one of these downswings (laughs) and i talked earlier about greg being mad yeah no, Joey was really mad. Joey was pretty mad about that. <laughs> if you've ever been punched in the face when you're not expecting it, I have on accident, not really hard, but hard enough. Oh. It gets you pissed off instantly. <laughs> and Joey got mad really fast. Yeah. And I think he put some, grabbed Tom like by the shirt, like, what are you doing? And Tom was like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, wow. He backed down really quick. Tom oh, yeah. yielded. He yielded. Wow. Oh, yeah. Because I think he wasn't expecting the hit of punch him right in the face. Yeah. He realized that he was, it was an accident. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Tom Joel. was always doing the, the crazy stuff like that. The, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, the far out stuff. Yeah, he was. He sure was. 
In the auctions, antiques, and collectibles mini-term, they learn the difference between antiques and collectibles and how to find good bargains. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's a good point. We uh, had to find good bargains. Yeah, it was part of the Bob, assignment. Bob taught about how to barter, things like that. Mm-hmm. It goes on to say, they embarked on a journey through Ohio trying to find knickknacks and trinkets. Some places they visited were flea markets, antique malls, shops, and an auction. Even though they were crammed in Bob's van, so we were in Bob's there van. It is. Mystery there it is. solved. Yeah. They had some good memories. One, for example, was the poker games and the over usage of the word phenomenal. Oh, wow. So we played poker, I guess. Yeah. Does that. Mm-hmm. Overall, this was a very fun and educational experience. And in this photo, uh, that's all it says, but in this photo of this you, me, and Bryce are wearing clip-on ties, and we must have bought these clip-on ties oh. at a. Uh, we must have bought it at a antique or something. I don't or a auction. I don't. I don't know why we're all wearing clip-on ties in that photo with t-shirts on. By the way, that's what makes it unique. We're not wearing button-ons, but yeah, those are definitely clip-ons. That's not like a tuxedo t-shirt. Mm-mm. I wonder that's if we right. got the, if we bought those there on, on that mini term. Yeah, that was a cold time over the, you know, early January going around Ohio, packed in Bob's van. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'd always have the heater blasting. I remember getting in the van when it was pretty cold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he had a conversion van, like one of those, it wasn't, was it a 15 passenger or was it a, uh, like a Econoline? I think it was a conversion, but it didn't it had like two rows of seats and yeah. then it was open in the back okay because it's that's like a big one yeah yeah it it was big but it didn't have like the two captain's chairs because you right. could have most people did have seats like right. Joel Kaufman sat most of the time yeah that's Tom a good Markley way to put did. it yeah they have the conversion vans that are shorter i think and they have the yeah. captain's chair in just one row this one was more a little bit longer like an extended right. one um, which is probably why I was thinking 15 passenger, but it had right. multiple rows of seating and no captain's chairs. Right. I think it had three rows. Yeah. And then they took out the last, the last yes. row. And, and then we put sat. the TV and, and 64 in between the two front chairs, the driver mm-hmm. and the passenger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those front guys could play. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We had Goldeneye rolling there. We had uh, oh, Mario yeah. Kart rolling. Yes, sir. In the van. And Brad would usually call shotgun and sit up front with Bob. Yeah, he would always want shotgun. And he would, because he would dictate what music we listened to, Bob yes. would thankfully let us listen to whatever music we could. Right. The problem with Brad DJing, his name's not DJ, it's Brad. Yeah. And, and he would just uh, change the song, middle of the song every middle, time. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, but you, if you're DJing, you got to play almost the whole song right, unless you're right. doing a transition into the another song. You can't just stop at halfway. Right. But every time right. I would always want to be listening to system of the down or something like that. Back yeah. In those you, days, you but. would definitely change it like <laughs> 90 seconds in regardless yeah. of how much was left. Oh, on yeah. I'm also looking here. Uh, just happened to see, look at this. Same year as us on this mini term, we got construction varieties. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this group. You got Travis Doss. Oh. Matt Hignight. <laughs> Logan Homer. Justin Housley. John Sherwood. Matt Eshelman. Kyle Bune. AJ Geyser. And none other than led by Brian Muncy. Oh my. The Muncinator. The Muncinator. Well. So, the Muncinator himself. Yeah. Boy. I love that. Speaking of stealing, well, and yeah, Muncy. Yeah. Yeah. Got caught. Got caught stealing from Brian Muncy. Got caught stealing money, uh, videos or money? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. It was from Family Video in Orville, right, right. I think. Right. It, uh, is that what it was called? Yeah. By Taco Bell there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think <laughs> they didn't even wait for for the trial. They just no, said, they just they just released him as a teacher, innocent until proven guilty, not right. essential. See you, buddy. Right. And I think Matt. Well, I don't think I know Matt Hignight. That was one of Matt Hignight's many, many, many uh, shop classes that he took at Central. Brian Muncy was his teacher. Yeah, and uh, Matt said that I think Gabe took over. 
for Brian? I think uh, an, another else? gentleman, an older gentleman. Uh, oh. It was Bill Helmuth who replaced him. And Bill did other stuff at the school, I think maintenance or something, groundskeeping or something. But apparently he had other, you know, okay. woodworking yeah. connections. Um, and so Bill comes in and they can't find the grade book at all. Brian <laughs> wasn't keeping track. Yeah. Maybe he had it at home. Probably not. Because why would you right. have a grade book at home? Right. Um, or maybe somebody stole it. Hmm. Maybe so. <laughs> no. Uh, but so I think it was towards the end of the semester. And so what they had, old uh, Bill ended up having to give them all A's because they didn't know yeah. what to do. Yeah. And I think that period, that class for Matt Hignite was first period yeah. of the day. And part of that not having any paperwork or grades was that Bill didn't have any record of the tardiness or absences oh, or anything like that. Yeah. And so Matt was awesome. Like he was just really relieved that all that reset <laughs> and that Bill had no idea that he was late to school. Oh this my time. goodness. Yeah. Got a fresh start. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> a clean slate. Oh man. Yeah. That's a crazy story, though. But I think th I think that like most of those people, then like once Bill came in, chose what they wanted to do, and then did finish their project within like two or three weeks. Like they hadn't even started what they wanted yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, they were screwing around. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's crazy. I wonder what Brian's up to now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he was convicted then. I'm guessing. I think so. Yeah, but I don't think it was anything too yeah too I mean, spectacular. Wasn't like grand robbery or something yeah, like that. I mean, probably just um, theft. Probably very similar to like driving 40 over or something. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Obviously, Brian was the shop teacher mm -hmm. and he's also doing the construction variety. So, I wonder if he was just doing... I wonder what projects he had. I'm going to read here what they did. Yeah. Oh, look at this. During the mini term, this group had the opportunity to go to Cleveland to attend a Cavs game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! Of course they had. Of course they did. And they probably yeah. looked at the construction yeah. of the arena uh, or right, something. Right, Is that right. how they got that? Oh, I'm sure Monty gave him a nice tour, and yeah, I'm sure yeah. he discussed the architecture and all the influences <laughs> and what style it's from and all that. Oh, I like how it says they had the opportunity as right, well. Right. Yeah. Oh my goodness, this is classic, dude. These Makes teachers sound like they yeah. didn't make. You know, they didn't put it together themselves. Oh, it, this this also says Brian might have been involved in this too. A lot of the group interaction happened during this trip, the trip to the Cavs game, uh, uh, especially for a few guys who spent their time during the game cheering on the cheerleaders more than the Cavs. <laughs> Some of them even got the cheerleaders' autographs. No, <laughs> now that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. that's hilarious. Wonder who was on the team back then. Oh, I wonder too. I wonder if Brian got an autograph. <laughs> yeah, because that would have been a bad team because that'd be the year before LeBron. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, if right. would have been no, the last two years. Right? It'd be two years before LeBron. Okay. So, yeah. Probably still pretty bad. Yeah. Oh. Uh.